We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, Knicks fans. How you doing? Ooh. Ah. Ladies we and gentlemen, <laughs> we got him. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Wait, oh man, I ordered the banner. It didn't come yet. Mm. The Mission accomplished banner. I thought it was going to get here by now. It didn't. Ah. It didn't arrive in the mail on time. Andrew, I blame you. Ah, you can't blame me for nothing today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I did nothing wrong, including, you know, get here on time. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us for our live stream. John, I believe you have some breaking news to open the show with. Uh, sure. The news that just came across that everybody uh, got to see, but I'll what? No, no I'm reading text messages. You're good. Oh, right, yeah. So. Not that breaking yeah. news. Um, yeah. So according to Shams. Sharanya, uh, free agent Jalen Brunson intends to sign a four-year, near one hundred ten million dollar deal with the New York Knicks in free agency. Sources tell the Athletic and Stadium Mavericks never received the chance to make an offer. Um, first impression, Jeremy. <laughs> How much is this tampering charge going to cost the Knicks? As long as it's not one of their own first round picks. <laughs> well, no, it sh- I mean, if there's any precedent, it should be only second round picks. Uh, so, I mean, not the Knicks have any more of those, apparently. But my impression is I'm happy. I'm happy because I have wanted Jalen Brunson for a long time. I recognize it's a lot of money. Uh, I'm very curious as to how the math shakes out with a lot of these things, specifically with the Evan Fournier potential sign and trade. Um, really, I mean, this, this felt like a fait accompli. So what comes next? What's the other shoe dropping? And I know it was $110 million, but 
I, I'm still a little curious if there might be a little bit of wiggle room for um, cap purposes, where it might go down just a tiny bit in order to create a situation. What's also, near 110? Yeah, which which again, like that could be 110, but I think there are other things that they're in, that are in the works. Maybe something I'll get into. Um, something I probably will get into eventually. But that, and then is it descending? I would imagine it is. Um, is it a player option year four? A lot of things to still keep in mind, but I'm excited. I'm really happy. Here's how. I mean, <laughs> this is a this is a, a tough, not a tough conversation. It's a multifaceted conversation to have because, like, there's so much that goes baked into this. Like, there's an LOL Knicks aspect to this that everybody, every every Knicks fan watching this, prepare yourselves because you're going to get it. You're going to get it from all corners. Hundred ten million dollars for a guy who was essentially Luka Doncic's backup. Um, it's coming, whether you want it to or not, it's coming. That's that's out there. But at the same time, and again, maybe this is a little Knicks fan PTSD, which I can acknowledge that I certainly have. And I was reminded of uh, where, where I was three years ago um, earlier today when some other news broke. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, but I also remember, and this is my key takeaway. I remember how I felt just yesterday when the tweet came across saying, um, Jalen Brunson was going to get a, a meeting with the Miami Heat uh, as well as the Dallas Mavericks. And I was just, it was just, oh shit. It was just fuck, 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 fuck. Please no. And then a few more fucks. Um, so, okay. You want, you want to read it? I do because this is actually playing perfectly into, uh, or it could the be theory. playing perfectly into the into something I'll bring up. Mark Stein, most recent estimates for New York's formal offer to Jalen Brunson league sources say estimate a four year deal worth roughly hundred and five million dollars plus incentives. Exact numbers will be known after July sixth when deal deals get processed through the league office. Um, but I, I think I think they're going to be unlikely bonuses for cap purposes. That. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I just... I didn't want to lose this guy. And I didn't want to lose this guy because I think... I think you could argue this is the biggest free agent get in Nick's history. And I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of pushback on that. Um, I do remember Amare. Hell, I'm old enough to remember Alan Houston. That was a pretty big one at the time. Um but and even like if you want to count Carmelo going back to them when he had the chance to go take a lot less money with the Bulls and back then it was a lot less money. Um, so I think that factors into it. But this is a player who um, there's no injury issues like there was with Amare. Um, the Knicks are not a contender or a quasi contender, which you could argue that Allen Houston was coming to. Um, and they aren't the incumbent team. So when Melo re-signed here, he was already here. This is a guy leaving arguably the best player in the NBA, one of the two or three best players in the NBA. And it's not like he's third or fourth on the depth chart. He's number two on the depth chart there, at least at the moment. Um, and they were in the conference finals last year and they lost the world champions. And he decided to come here again. All of the reasons why he decided to come here will get discussed and written about and argued about and this and that and the other thing. I'm, I am, I do not want to brush those reasons under the rug. They are, every bit as much a part of the Jalen Brunson story as him as a player. But he still picked the Knicks. And to me, to me, maybe because I've been beaten down one too many times, that means something. So that's what I have to say. 
plan A went according to plan. For once. When's For the last once. time we say that? I don't think we've ever said that. I don't think I, I never don't know that. the la- we, we have certainly I mean God, we have no. never said that. No. Um it's just it's nice. It's nice to know you have a direction. This is heading in that direction. That's great. It's just what's what's next? We all we want to know what's next, right? Yes, we do want to know what's next. And just on that note, I'm reminded of what I wrote in today's newsletter because I do think the other putting aside like the the generic LOL Nick stakes with which will be out there. I think most people watching this not are immune to that, but like you know that's not going to bother them too much. I do think there is a segment of, of the Nick rooting population that is like, okay, so we just paid 110 million dollars to fight our way into the seven C next year, um, and there is a there is as you just said, there is a sense of okay, what is next? And I I, I would. Maybe fashion, famous last words. I would caution everybody to just like be a little patient. And I, I understand it's been two and a half years since Leon Rose came aboard, but this is the first big get. So he has he got a big get. Maybe needed the family aspect of it to get the big get, but he got the big get. And now I think because he got the big get, he deserves a little bit more time to try to figure out what is the next step in this. Um, that I don't know if I'm going to be in the minority in arguing for a little bit of patience, but that's where I'm coming at this. So, very possible. Yes. There's also the theory that... <laughs> or... The other shoe <laughs> drops, whatever it might be. So, um, let's talk... Can we talk about two stars first? So, the first Who one... Who do you want to start with? Well, Kevin Durant, the big shoe that officially Ooh. dropped today. Uh, sorry, the guy in Brooklyn, not named Kyrie Irving or um, Ben Simmons, who wants to leave. That guy. Who oh, three that years ago To the day signed <laughs> reportedly with that team and is now gone. Um, Cam Thomas? I know a lot of... Uh, no, no. Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. So I know a lot of Knicks fans are thinking like, yes, this is why you have all your picks and do it. They have the matching salary. The Nets are not going to trade Kevin Durant to the Knicks because the opportunity for the Nets to... <laughs> Trade him and the Knicks win a title or get really good with Kevin Durant because he's Kevin Durant. Uh, they would never live it down ever. And he wants to, seems he wants to go to the Suns or the Heat. The Suns have a good package to offer. I just think he's minus 225 betting odds, by the way, for, yes. the, for Phoenix right now. Mm-hmm. The second one, Donovan Mitchell. So speaking of the Nets, Royce O'Neill went to the Nets in what's a kind of head scratching move for Brooklyn. Uh, he went into the James Harden trade player exception. And I think the prevailing thought was, are, are the uh, Jazz tearing it down? Are they trading Donovan Mitchell? What's going on? I don't think so. What I think is that the Jazz found a way to create a traded player exception and get a first round pick out of it. And my theory, we'll see if it's right or not. I think they want to build with Donovan Mitchell because why would you not? I still think they're going after OG Ananobi. I think they're going after Gary Trent Jr. I think they want to trade Rudy Gobert. And the thing with uh, with Ananobi and the Raptors was, I mean, the Raptors wanted the seventh overall pick and an additional first round pick. That's a lot. So yeah. if you're the Jazz, maybe you're saying, okay, Gobert and a, few, and a first round pick for Ananobi and Gary Trent Jr. Right? That, that at least, if you're the Raptors and you're insatiable about what comes back for Ananobi and Trent Jr., that's like, you're closer to that. Is that does that seem fair to you? Yeah, no, it does. I just want to be clear that neither of the players you just named fit, f- named fit into the traded player exception, but that's neither here nor there. Yes. So 
but then it's the other prevailing thought of, oh, what if Donovan Mitchell comes to the Knicks? Well, uh, like I said on Cream last night, why is it that the Knicks are dumping salary? If anything, when there's a big star trade, you would trade salary for salary. It's very rare that a team would trade their best player for very little salary coming back. Now, the Knicks could find a way to make matching salary work. For sure, it could be Rose. It could be Cam. It could be... Oh, like hypothetically, you do all these things. Sure. But I'm still just skeptical. And so last night, I talked about DeAndre Ayton. And I had what I thought was a compelling theory. And then I kind of left thinking, but it still goes against everything the Knicks have done with their big men. Giving DeAndre Ayton that kind of contract and how they use the big men, it just doesn't doesn't really compute. Maybe they do it, but he's a restricted free agent. A lot has to happen. You deal with base your compensation. And I left feeling like, I think I made a good case, but I don't think it's going to happen. And then this morning, um, we got more news about base. I mean, we heard about potential suitors behind who would back up Mitchell Robinson, which kind of reinforced the idea that Mitch is going to be here. And if Mitch is going to be here, you don't need DeAndre Ayton. And one of the players mentioned was Isaiah Hartenstein who uh, I'm, as you know, a, a fan of his game, and I would be very excited as to be here. And I thought, well, like, but still, we know the Knicks are trying to clear cap space. So you don't need to clear cap space for Isaiah Hartenstein. That, that doesn't... Speak for yourself. That dude's a franchise changer. <laughs> he is. But <laughs> you can get that franchise talent on the room exception. So I left it, and this morning I thought, screw it. Let's, um, let's play with the numbers. Let's see where we get at. And so here's where I started, right? Um, the Knicks, as of this moment, uh, and it's June 30th at 5.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. The Knicks have $35.16 million in cap space. That's assuming Taj Gibson's waived uh, with no money. Um, you waive Ryan Archidiacono, um, Farron Hunt, all those types of players. Um, and Mitchell Robinson's cap hold remains. Yep. Um, so the first plan, I mean, th- there's, there's, th- let me start with phase one. Phase one has five different parts to it. And you can do them really in any different order, but they all have to be in the first phase. And so what I wrote as phase one was uh, sign and trade Brunson, right? So let's say it's Check. four years for $106 million. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the, what the math is. There could be likely bonuses, like I said, that maybe, like, maybe it's four years for $100 million and they're unlikely and likely bonuses. Well, if it's a descending contract that starts at at least $28.7 million, you can then create a traded player exception for Dallas that's $14.35 million. Mm-hmm. The matching salary rule for the TPE that Dallas would be creating is um, $14.35 million times 125% plus 100000 So if you do $14.35 million times 125%, that is $17,937,500. If you add the extra hundred thousand, get you eighteen million thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Who, who what, makes eighteen what, million dollars, Jeremy? Uh, Evan Fournier makes eighteen million dollars on the nose. So um, let's say the Knicks find a way to get Evan Fournier to go to Dallas. And again, let's say they decide to become a cap space team, renounce the TPE that they would get, renounce TPE that they would get for Noel and Burks, and the one they get for Kemba. So right now, the Knicks would stand at twenty-four point five two million dollars. Next. After signing After, and trading for Brunson and, yes. and sending out Fournier. Got it. Yes, with the salary starting at like 28.7 for Brunson. Cam, uh, Cam Reddish, right? We've, you've certainly talked about how the idea of him not being on this team. If the Knicks find a way to move him with no salary coming back, they're at $29.46 million. 
that's still not enough for a um, 30% max player or a 35% max player. But again, it's like, well, well, who's even coming? Then what you could do after that, you could trade Derek Rose to the Celtics into their traded player exception that was created for Evan Fournier. Um, the one thing that Celtics do really need is a guard that can attack the rim. That's not who Marcus Smart is. And if you basically get Derek Rose for the cost of maybe a couple seconds, that's a really good deal. But again, Great it's the trade cap for space. Yes, absolutely. It's the cap space that we're focusing on. And then when you consider a roster charge for uh, Derek Rose and for Cam Reddish, we're now up to $42.96 million. And then lastly, if you trade Deuce McBride, just get his salary off the books, nothing coming back. Find a team that has trade player exception, or if it's a minimum contract, it should be able to be moved very easily. They, they um, can move Deuce McBride. <laughs> when, you, when you factor in his salary and the difference with the roster charge, you go from $42.96 million to $43.5 million. Now, Jeremy, real quick. That. Yes. Jeremy, real quick. Before you reveal where this is going, can you just recap all of that for everybody, the players that are going out? Yes. So it's Fournier going out for Brunson. It's Cam Reddish going somewhere with no money coming back. It's Derek Rose going to Boston with no money coming back. And it's Deuce McBride going anywhere with no money coming back. And we have now made $43.5 million, right? And we have, uh, I think it's like seven players on the books, which means five roster charges, right? Because the minimum for math with the cap is 12 roster, char- 12, uh, roster spots. Seven players on the books with cap holds or contracts, and then five roster charges because 12 minus seven is five. So you could then sign Jericho Sims. You sign him to a minimum contract. It's the same math because the roster charge is the minimum contract. Uh, at least it, it should be. Um, it's pretty much yep. just around there. Uh, although he would have one year of experience. So the math now I'm thinking about might be like a fraction different, right? Just a fraction, but it's still a million dollars. It's a little around a million dollars. Um, so what have we done? We've created pretty much like, well, actually now I want to look this up as we're talking, but like you've, you've created a situation where you have 43 point, like $3 million, something like that. Right. Cause if I, if I, John talk while I yeah. say, just no, say like a little 40, bit while 40, I, uh, 43.3 million dollars. I'm doing the math right now is, um, is that a 30% max or is that a 35% max? It's whereabouts of one of, of elite of one of those. I forget which one, um, uh, 35%. So actually again, yeah, it's a 35% max, 35% now, max. So, so 35% max is the most you could pay a, another player, uh, with nine or more years of NBA experience. And as a reminder, if you're going to sign another team's free agent, um, even, even if you're signing someone else's free agent, it doesn't change the most that that free agent could get in one year from a different team. The only ch- difference is that you can't give them uh, 8% raises. You can only give them 5% raises. And obviously you can only sign them to a four-year contract as opposed to a five-year contract. Those are the two advantages built in for incumbent teams to resign their guys. Exactly. So the other thing to consider with Jericho Sims is years of experience. So actually, this would be a little different. So it would be a little, just a fraction less because um, he'd be making... Well, actually, no. Uh, yeah, it'd be like $200,000 or so. Maybe that's uh, less than the full max. Right? We, we should also be saying if, if where you're going with this is where I think you're going with this, Jericho Sims is, might not be the thing to stand in the way of this exactly. happening. Yes. So I, we love we love Jericho Sims we, here. We do. We do. But right. I've gotten to the point now where we're pretty much 
maybe a few hundred thousand dollars under a 35% max contract. And I just think about it. If you, if the whole point is to clear Fournier, to clear Cam, um, you could still have Rose on the books, but then you're kind of in no man's land, right? Because you can't afford a max salary for Zach Levine at 30%. But if you move off of Rose, then the only thing standing in your way is Bradley Beal. And then I understand this, this theory is going to excite people. It's the Knicks, so it's going to let us down. It's all these different things. But here was my thought process. It's expected he's going to resign. That's certainly what the prevailing thought has been. Yeah, but it hasn't. I just want to step in there because there's there's reports of like it's happening, and then there are reports of like everybody figures he's going to. To me, the the Beal resigning reports are more in that second group. It's like everybody figures it's going to happen because like where else is he going to go? That, exactly right. It, like yeah. is he, he? Everyone just expects he's going to take the money and run with it. And if that's what he does, understandable. But he knows that Washington's in a tough spot. He he wanted a larger guard. They got Monte Morris. There's the interest with Victor Oladipo, which like how far does that really get them? Maybe he's content being in Washington. I don't know. But the other angle that I want to talk about is uh, Mark Bartelstein, his agent, has repped a lot of guys in the past. And here's some favors that the Knicks have done. Uh, Wayne Ellington received $8 million in the 2019 offseason, plus a partial guarantee of $1 million in the following season. Uh, Bobby Portis made $15 million. Not bad. $15 million in that uh, 2019 summer. And then Taj Gibson made $8 million, also got a partial guarantee the next year, then came back later on in the season. And then for this past season, got a nice little uh, favor done, which was that instead of getting paid the minimum veteran minimum, he received the room exception. So extra two and a half million or so, right? Yep. Extra two and a half million for Taj. Uh, Some of that will go to. Bartlesine's pocket. So I'm sure the Knicks alone have financed uh, his pool, assuming he has one. Maybe a nice new wing of, of his house. So if there's anyone who knows about you scratch my back, I scratch yours, it's got to be something with Leon Rose. We know there's a connection with World Wide West and with Beal. Um, even Michael Kay last year, he's not the guy you necessarily think of breaking news, but he said that there was a report that the Knicks were interested in trading for Beal and that they were trying to get it done. And so here's then the prevailing thought. You've created all of this cap space. Bradley Bill has opted out. Sure. He would I bet that the, the Wizards are the favorite to get him? Sure. Like unless you leave the fifth year or whatever on the table, understandable. But and, and the loyalty thing. What too. If he, and the loyalty, sure. But yeah. he also knows that the Wizards are not going to contend. And that's a problem. And so then you think about, well, what happens if two things? Number one, he could just walk for cap space. Number two, he could walk and do a sign and trade into the cap space the Knicks have, give the Wizards like the largest trade player exception ever. Um, they throw in a second round pick just as a way to keep it, or they keep the cap space open either way, and they move on from there. That's Can essentially... I? Yes, but that's phase two. Uh, out, of, out of five phases? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> this isn't Marvel. The first phase was five steps. I was about to say, just, this is phase two. And I'll, what, I'll what Infinity going, Stone uh, are we on? Yeah, but you go. I'll, I'll take any Infinity Stone. We've been dealing with uh, pebbles of shit here for a long time. Um, I remember there being uh, a conversation that took place on, I want to say, Wendy's Pod. I think it was Wendy's Pod. Might have been Lowe's Pod. I don't know. I don't know if that counts as a drink. Um, where they were talking earlier this season about the relationship between Beal and the Wizards and the fact that like if Bradley Beal decided he wanted to play for a different team, 
the assumption was that he would work closely with the Wizards to ensure that they got something that they wanted out of something valuable, like th- right. that he wasn't leaving them in a lurch. And it is interesting, as I'm as I'm hearing you talk, that what draft pick did the Knicks just acquire yep. in the draft night trade? Now, mm-hmm. um, again, I'm just I'm literally just but here's the thing. here. It would not be, hey, we're signing Bradley Beal for free. Uh, like, there's no incentive for the Knicks to give back that pick. But if Bradley Beal wanted well, to 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 do the right thing by his franchise, and they were about to pivot into a tank. Having that draft pick would be incredibly valuable to them. But the incentive isn't, hey, we'll give you back the pick. The incentive is we will unlock the pick. Fine. Or, that's fair. That's or fair. we will protect it. We will do heavier protections so that if you are tanking, because they're still protected, right? There's still uh, the benefit of the pick is it's one through 14, then one through 12, then one through 10, then one through eight. So they're not in danger of losing that pick, but maybe they can still redo the protections in some way. But yeah, like that's that's the potential. Again, like, if you're the Knicks and you're saying to Beal, we can sign you for just cap space. Why would you want to hamstring us by giving your old team the pick that we own? It That's, just wouldn't, it doesn't make sense to me. That, yeah, that would okay. be the opposite. Maybe not, but um, I, I just, I, I wonder if he wouldn't want to do this in, in a certain way where he's leaving on, you know, again, because you could, I mean, you can't argue he's the greatest player in, in that franchise's history. Um, but certainly within the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Uh, he's better. He's tops wall in my book. He tops arenas in my book. Yeah. Is there anybody from the nineties you'd even consider uh, uh, or 80? Like, yeah, no, I mean, I think he, that means something to him. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll so, cross that bridge if and when we come to it. So then we get to phase three, which is re-signing Mitchell Robinson. And I think that then the report makes sense Four years. I think $60 million is too much, but Probably comes with bonuses. It's probably structured as a descending contract. Maybe there's a team option on the fourth year. Um, decreases by 8% annually, which will then help because that's the max that the Knicks can do. So it's basically, hey, Mitch, thanks for waiting. We now can go over the salary cap, pay you, and you're good. Uh, and then after that, I guess you could do phase four. It's Maybe this is fa- five phases after all. Sure, let's <laughs> say five phases. Phase four is then you go after Isaiah Hardenstein and you say, or Stein, um, and say, hey, we've got the room exception. You fit in perfectly as a backup. It's two years, $11 million, easy enough. And at this point, the Knicks are not at risk of the luxury tax. They're not at risk of the tax apron. They would have done really two in- incoming sign-in trades. So they would. I mean, you can't be double hard-capped, but you are hard-capped twice over. Um, so, so what we're now looking at is a team that's, in this theory, Brunson, Beal, Barrett, a lot of bees, the killer bees, uh, Randall Robinson. And then you have, Gr- um, quickly Grimes open spot Toppin, and Hardenstein. But then, then it gets interesting, John. Oh, it's not interesting already. It, well, I think it is, but then what happens is you have to think about Julius Randall. And the why, reason why do we have to, to do that because of the fact that you are now bringing in two guys who need the ball in their hands. They need to make plays a little bit more. There's too many high usage guys on the team. And so I now have two potential trade partners I want to run by. The first one, well, actually, this one probably goes out the window with the other news. I was going to say the Phoenix Suns, but I don't think they're a candidate anymore. So I'm going to go to the next one, which is the Los Angeles Clippers, which I had ruled out before. I didn't think they were a good fit, but then I still think about the fact that Marcus Morris is on the block. And 
I think about how even though that trade with Luke Kennard was shot down, uh, the idea of it, I still wonder if there's st- something there. The salaries match you get Randall over there. Uh, Bomber doesn't care about probably luxury taxes because he's got all the money in the world, but it's still saving them money, saving them some even with the trade bonus. And maybe if you're the Knicks, you say, look, um, we're even willing to throw in a first round pick, right? Because at that point, it's sure, let's just find a way to get more complementary players and a more cohesive team because we have Bradley Beal in the building. We just got Jalen Brunson as well. That's how we do it. And so if that's the case and you're able to pull that off, then you're talking about Brunson, Beal, Barrett, Toppin, Robinson. And then you've got Quickly, Grimes, Kennard, Morris, Hardenstein. And then, you know, you probably sign Archie Diacono, bring him back. Um, you probably still have Sims. You might bring back Old Man Taj. And again, let's face it, if you're looking for depth and you're looking for someone and you're a better team, Let's call it as it is. It's probably someone like Carmelo Anthony. And that leaves one open <laughs> Why? spot. Why would we have to end with that? And again, like I I I say this knowing I this is none of this is sourced. None of this is it's just it's me looking at the cap space situation and wondering well, why the hell are the Knicks shedding salary for no money to sign players that won't elevate them further than they'd probably be if they just kept Evan Fournier, if they kept Cam Reddish, um, Derek Rose, any of these guys. It's just, it's something that's been sticking in my craw for a few days now. And as we get closer, I I just, I just wonder, and if this is wrong, then it's clearly just passing the time until six o'clock comes by. And if for some reason it's right, then that's awesome because this team sounds pretty good. I I love it. I hope you're right. Uh, I remain skeptical that Bradley Beal is going to be going anywhere, but Makes two of us. Crazier things have happened, right? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup, no dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending, whether it's producing this show, hosting my own show, Final Review, preparing a proposal in Long Beach, doing my taxes, or whatever else. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 and use promo code filmschool120 and get $120 off. That's code filmschool120 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 for $120 off. Um, Andrew, do we have any super chats that we want to get to? We do, but can I just like say a couple things before we before we move on to the super chats for a little bit please so i got three things in particular one jeremy i love your brain and i'm so sorry that that's not going to happen because that brain of yours worked tremendously throughout this this is like a kind of a season finale for cap or no cap as well so it's amazing that you snuck in a cap or no cap the bradley veal plan at the last minute and we all should be thankful that we got jeremy's brain with us throughout this entire off season. If you want to show Jeremy your love, just get those likes up on this video because Jeremy deserves it. So thank you, Jeremy, for all the work you've done in educating us this off season. The second thing, in fact, now I realize it's four things. The second thing. Um, so John, the, the LOL Knicks that are going out there. Can I just yep. 
re- responds like go to hell to all the LOL Knicks because every single conversation from a national person that has commented like, oh, can you believe Brad- Jalen Brunson to the Knicks for all mm-hmm. that money? And then they turn around and be like, I love Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's good. Listen. He'd be an asset to potentially trade in the future, but he's going to the Knicks. LOL. Just your bias is so on re- on display. You just don't like the Knicks. Just you love making fun of the Knicks because they have the greatest fan base in the world. And as a result, you know that you can irk them when you want. And oh yeah, Max Kellerman. Now that you're off in the middle of nowhere on morning radio nowadays, right? Uh, now that LOL Knicks is not in favor for you, it'll lead into my next point. I did this on the draft live stream. Can we laugh for 10 more seconds at the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing. Three years to the day the yeah. clean sweep got up out of here. Can I just say something about the Nets? Can I just say <laughs> yes, something about the Nets? Go ahead. <laughs> I, 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 here's the thing. What has happened to the Nets is in, in no uncertain terms the most disappointing outcome. Yes. When you, when you, when you factor in excitement at the Genesis of something versus what actually it accomplished and then how it ended the ratio of those three things. I know that's not how a ratio works, but just go with me here. It's unprecedented in sports history. Um, And for that, they should be lambasted. And if anybody wants to lambaste them, and I, I will I will do so in my my own private moments. Um <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna get our shit sorted out. Meaning oh, the Knicks. Uh, it, it's, uh, of course. Goes that's, without saying, John. It's I get tough it. for me to sit here and like la- dance on the and by the way, it's a grave. It is absolutely a grave. I don't care how many picks they get back for Kevin Durant. I don't care what team what their team looks like next year. Um it doesn't matter. It, it, it is a grave. And if you want to dance on it, it, it should be danced. They deserve to have it danced on, quite frankly. Um, but I want to I get like our dancing. shit sorted out. I like dancing. And look, you gave the politically correct JC Macri NBA it's, it's answer. The truth, though. I, it's, it's I the agree truth. with you. Okay. I, I get it. In like, I'm coming from the perspective of a Mets fan and a Jets fan and a Knicks fan. Like, all I have is laughing at other people's pain because misery loves company, you know? So as a result, I'm going to get all my laughs off for everybody that got all of their laughs off at our expense three years ago. Well, where's little brother now? Okay. Now they're for the second time in the last decade, they've rebuilt another franchise with a trade. Okay. Enjoy all those picks, Houston. Um, and last but not least, we have 1500 people watching live with hey, us. Hey, shout out to all right. yeah. Thank you Thank everybody for joining us. Let's get to the super chat first, but certainly not least. Um, C.T. Pittman, of course. I got the first question. Does free agency end with Julius still being a knickerbocker? I think there is a 75% chance that he is a knickerbocker still at the end of free agency. I'll go 80. I'll say it doesn't in my Bradley Beal plan. (laughs) I love it. Uh, I like that. That's a good opening question. Jacob Slavitt. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Brooklyn basket. <laughs> that was fucking idiots. Let's go in a circle. We'll each read. We'll reach one at a time. Jeremy, you're next. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky. Two friends have brought this question up for debate. Does culpability lie with the Nets front office or is this just a price for dealing with Kyrie? Um, yes. Oh, I'd like to. I, so- I mean, just. 
both. But um, here's the thing. The Nets, I think where the Nets first messed up because they were so desperate to get these players in the building that they started to cave. And after a certain point, the players realized we can have like anything that we want. So they just had no backbone. And then when the Nets said, no, no, we're laying down the law. It's, it's like, well, why are you taking Kyrie out of the situation? Like you've let us run wild thus far. Now you're, you're laying down the rules. Now this is when it's a problem. And I think it just spiraled from there. So had the Nets probably from the get go been not treating them with kid gloves. I think we would not have been quite in this situation, but they chose not to do that. And, uh, can we call this their birth die? Because they, the <laughs> big three was born today and it dies I like that. today. I like that. uh, although the big two, I guess, born today and dies today. So yeah, I'm going to go with mm. more than Nets front office. And it's a player empowerment league. How about, that's, how about the that's big the zero? Issue with it. <clears throat> Man, I, I will just extend friend of the pod, Evan Roberts over at WFAN. I was like, I literally turned into the Audi Odyssey app when I saw the Shams tweet and it, he was very much like, this is just why you, you pay Kyrie. Like you pay whatever you wanted and yeah. go with the ceiling of trying to win a championship. You accept that it's a player empowerment league. And he's like one of the seven net fans that I actually feel bad for today. All all 80 of the so, rest. I was of about them. to say, you don't feel bad for the other 80? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Um, all, the city is under new management, my ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up, it's your turn. My turn. Ryan Huang. What up, Ryan? Thank you for your contribution. So one, <laughs> so once we trade Julius and Fortier for KD this offseason, will the Knicks still have enough assets to get Mitchell at the deadline? Oh, I, man. I, I'll say this about the... about they're, Obviously, they're not trading KD to the Knicks um, because Joe Josai would never. And mm. Josai is actually, I think, the one... Who uh, on your your point was spot on, Jeremy? But I think Joe Sai is the one to blame because, by all indications, he's the one that got sick of them having carte blanche. So, yep. uh, if you want to talk about uh, shitty basketball owners in New York sports, uh, that conversation now needs to extend to just past James Dolan. Agreed, John. You're next. Uh, Jesse Barbalato. Geez, what a week. I'm glad to be here with the KFS crew. Outside of signing Brunson, do you guys see the Knicks making any surprise moves? Jeremy already gave his plan. Um, I'll say this. I think there is going to be... Here's what I will say. I would actually, at this point, be very surprised um, if it was not a Fournier sign and trade. I think Fournier is a guy that makes sense for Dallas. Um, I think the Ian Bagley report about there are some members of the Knicks organization who have fears about a Brunson Fournier backcourt. Uh, that was not an accident. Um, I, you know, again, near the Mavs, beggars can't be choosers. Fournier does the thing that typically players around Luca you want them to do. So that is going to open up money for them. I wouldn't be shocked if that money was spent on a on a lesser player, um, even if they can't, I, I don't, I don't, let me rephrase that. I don't see them emerging from all of this with cap space. I think they're going to spend all of the money that they have to spend. Well, they have um, to. Yeah. Because they're going to resign Mitchell Robinson. Except, mm. but that's my point. And, Unless but, so, it's TPEs. Yeah. So I, I should have phrased that differently, which is that like, they're not going to go over the cap with the Robinson. <laughs> like they will go over the cap with the Robinson um, contract, but they're not going to leave money on the table, so to speak, uh, yes. that they could have otherwise spent. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm still like, there, there isn't anyone who's worth signing 
per se to the cap space the Knicks seem to be trying to create. If because with the Fournier and Brunson sign and trade, it would be like twenty two million dollars. Uh, that doesn't get you anything really worthwhile. And then so it's like, why were you taking a loss on on Burks? Right? I understand you did it to clear Noel, but like there were other ways too. I just it's why I go back to is there something larger that's going on here for why they are still trying to move Fournier, why they are still trying to move Cam, why they can move Rose. Why we'll find be, out you know, soon enough the salary. Uh, Jeremy, you're up. Nets stole the first. Oh, sorry, uh, Harry Donner. Uh, What's going on, Harry? Hey, Harry. Harry. Nets stole the first night of free agency from us again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends though. If Kevin they Durant have it. is, they can have it. I don't yeah, care. like that's that's fine for this reason. We, they can have it at this I, point. Didn't you know that the Knicks aren't cool? So it's it's fine. They're not cool, right. right? Well, they weren't cool right now three years ago. Apparently, mm. Brooklyn's not cool right now this time around. I guess you know? not. I remember when the, when the coolest kid in my school after he was uh, after he was there for a few years he uh, demanded <laughs> my daughter's making her presence known uh, he demanded think, he demanded yeah, to be transferred cool. to a different school that was that was his cool move. Can we just point out how the hilarious it is that the Suns are on his list and probably the favorite? So for the second time in Kevin Durant's career, he's probably going to force his way to the team that just had the best record in the league. Can we just, can we just that's how he that? rolls. Yeah, I know the the front running involved here, and as some as John, as you know from our Patreon pods, my Warriors. Okay, all this happening after they won a title. Okay, strike the, By the numbers, way, baby. Quick thing that uh, has been mentioned, but well, let's actually is Jalen Brunson technically part of the Kristaps Porzingis trade? Oh, come on, let's move on. Ooh. Oh, I, no. I want it to be. I want yeah, it to be. We'll Hold see. On. <laughs> we'll see. But how would it be? Just that they cleared the cap space to get them? Yes. The question then is also like, are they unlocking the pick? Because if you're a Knicks fan, you also want that pick um, to be unlocked. And the Mavs probably yeah. want it too because they have more access to doing something this year. Because uh, if their best move is just signing someone with the mid-level exception, uh, the, the tax mid-level and Christian Wood and losing Jalen Brunson and maybe getting Evan Fournier back. Not a great summer. As we'll all see. the teams around them get stronger too. Janky AF, thank you for your contribution. Janky, uh, I just want to hear you say Antonio McDice's name. Thank you to everybody who enjoyed the montage I created in the beginning. Uh, ghosts of free agent signings past. Yes. Um, and happy free agency. Congrats to KFS. We appreciate all your hard work. Yes, this is the first time we'll say it. This is also our celebration of 500 episodes of the Knicks Film School podcast. Um, we did not plan reason, that, by the way. Mm-mm. We did it. Really it literally, the calendar just broke that way. Um, if Another reason to get those likes up and to subscribe to this channel. We said all the stats last night on Cream, but um, we hit a million downloads for the year. Over the past couple of days, we hit 200,000 downloads for the month, literally today. So thank you for that. We're in the top 150 on iTunes, top 20 in basketball podcasts. All of these, I want everybody watching and eventually listening to celebrate with us. We greatly appreciate it. Um, John, you're up. Next up, Drew P. Two teams ahead of us has just collapsed. Playoffs. Uh, Playoffs? Who else collapsed? The, the Nets collapsed? Who am I forgetting? Um, did the are you talking about the the Hornets? Maybe the uh, Hornets. Oh yeah, yeah uh, Miles Bridges. Well, yeah, well, that's yeah, TBD. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just we, 
Throwing that out there. That's just very sad. Um, So, look, I think it's early. We don't know what the team's going to look like. Um, Sitting here right now, do I think the Knicks are going to be playoff team? Uh, If you ask me to put money on right now, whether they will wind up as one of the eight teams they get to compete in the playoffs, I would probably say yes. Um, I don't say that with a ton of conviction. Uh, but I will say yes, as of right now, completely not knowing any of the other stuff that is going to unfold. I'll say yes, too. My mic better, by the way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. now it is. Okay. All right. My turn. The problem with me being the audio guy is that when I can't hear my bad audio and no one tells me except the chat. So I apologize, everybody. Um, we're back to normal. Jeremy, you're up. Frank Corona Jr. Today made me realize that all fans are delusional with their young players. I was reading Phoenix threads and they were arguing about not wanting to trade Bridges and Cam Johnson for KD LOL. Yeah. If you have Devin Booker and you have Chris Paul, your windows now. It's three years, maybe four. Kevin Durant is your window. He is he is a superstar. Miles Mikhail Bridges is not going to be a superstar. He's a damn good player. Uh, Cam Johnson, not going to be a superstar. If the value of Kevin Durant for three years is better than Bridges and Johnson and a lot of picks that you have, you make the trade. So I think what a lot of fans try to do is say, how can we build a dynasty? How do we win a title? Just, Just one when, title, especially when you're the one Suns. title validates everything. When you're the Suns and you've never won one. I mean, they should be yeah. like, don't worry about the future. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> What's up, Jessica? Oh, Andrew, you're muted. I'll, I can read it if you can. We good now? Go. Okay. We good now? Yeah, we're good now. Jessica yeah, Clarice Elsner, thank you. Yes, it's a rousing start so far. Um, Jessica, thank you for your contribution as always. LOL Nets in all caps. I dig that energy. Uh, forward, looking forward to another non, to other non Brunson non Brunson moves tonight. Reading is Me and fun. You both. Uh, really lovely to formally meet you all last night, John and Andrew. Wait to call the Jeremy was on there too. I guess was she off by the time you got there? I don't know. I'll circle back. Uh, Okay, wait to call the Brunson signing back in 21, Jeremy. That's right, you did last year. You're truly a mensch. Well, thank you, Jessica. Um, yeah, just had a feeling then and came true. Go look at the, if you have a Twitter account, go look at a tweet we just retweeted that Jeremy had, or just go to Jeremy's Twitter account. And he apparently had a dream last year, last March in 2021, that the Knicks were signing Jalen Brunson. And good dream came to fruition. Great dream. Um, all these years later. Can I tell you years. another dream that I had not too long ago? Since what? what came through? Uh, recently, it was that in 2025, the Knicks find a way to turn Brunson and picks into SGA. But <laughs> oh, God. One dream at a time. <laughs> I mean, one thing at a time. Brunson is is here, uh, and I and I'll add to that. I want him to stay here for a while, and I think he's going to be here for a while. I think we're gonna. I think Jalen Brunson is going to be in it for a, a long time. I I hope so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'll just add context. Uh. Last night was our most recent uh, town hall for Patreon. So if you want to join us in July. For the next town hall for Patreon Town Hall, just sign up on Patreon. The link is in the description of this video on YouTube. Uh, sign up for the Mellow or Monroe tier. Holy shit, Woj Bomb. Oh, wow. 
That's not good. Uh, wow. Woj tweeting that Jaron Jackson Jr. underwent surgery to repair a stress fracture in his right foot. He'll be sidelined four to oh, six months. Oh, wow. That is pretty tough. So you know what that tells me? It coming out now is that like Memphis is... It's the same way the Knicks were getting the Alec Burks medicals out. So like here, just letting you know if you're looking to trade for this guy, which now that Memphis may be a Kevin Durant suitor. Oh, by the way, probably the headline of that trade, huh. Jackson Jr., you know, is sidelined for the next few months. Yeah, nothing that that wasn't leaked accidentally. That, no, that's that there was yeah. a clear purpose there. It yeah. also well, then it goes back to I still I still just wonder is someone like DeAndre Ayton does he want to go to Memphis? Yeah, I, because now it's like hey DeAndre, you fit in next to him and you can also make all-star you can put up all-star stats in the front court as long as we move steven adams because uh you just can't and also steven adams next to kevin durant and phoenix would be a lot better than like a miles turner type because they need rebounding and um just I, I think i think they would take you at center if uh they got kevin durant to pair with jalen brunson and, and chris paul uh maybe two of me <laughs> on, well, on top of each other's shoulders. shoulders. Yes. Uh, Dan Hidalgo, here we go, boys. In the name of Brock Leon and Pastor Claudio, amen. I'm glad people are happy. I'm glad people are happy. I'm glad there's positive energy in the chat. I hope, I, well, we're seeing super chats. I hope there's as much positive energy in the chat. There is. There is. I, I really, nice. I feel pretty strongly. This is, this is a good day. This is an accomplishment. And this is something that, like, again, there's going to be a lot of shit that's going to be talked about what the Knicks did today um, in many different contexts. Nick fans should. Absolutely tune it all out. So, amen to that. Jeremy. You're right. It is me. Uh, <laughs> from Alpha, are any of the KFS crew coming to Summer League? Also, Jeremy, can I get an autograph? Which I assume is just a giant cap table. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can do a digital signing of, of my John Hancock. It's probably not going to look great, but um, happy to do it. If I were going to Summer League, which I'm not, which uh, I know John and Andrew are not either, I would set up a table. And uh, maybe you'd be the only one to come by where I would I would sign something, but uh, no, unfortunately, not going to be there this year. Which um, we decided what, like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, so last year, the it was on the table because Blue Wire was having like a thing there, and they were bringing us out there. Um, they have a studio out there that they want us to use eventually, so we will eventually take a trip out to to Vegas to the Win Hotel uh, to to use the. Um, to use their studio, but that opportunity is not available this year. Um, I know you guys love the content we put out and we've loved doing the content, but I think I speak for the three of us that we're going to need a little bit of a break over the course of the next couple months. Uh, so we will not be, we'll be obviously be doing post games throughout the time of summer league and all the games, but we will not be attending summer league live in Vegas this year, at least. Yes. Um, I will go next. Um, 007 Angelo. Am I reading that incorrectly or is 007 U7 Angelo? It's 007 Angelo. We'll go. I think, you're, I think you're fine. Okay. Thank you for the contribution. Have a new name for the show Mac and the Cap Dog. I love it. <laughs> Mac and the Cap Dog. That's phenomenal. By the, yeah. by the way, we're ahead of Mike Francesa, the Mike Francesa podcast. And I eat your heart out, Francesa. Okay. 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 Horse. Uh, have another diet coke. Um, All right. This, hoping, uh, I, I got this one. Next one. Hoping we get Brunson. What the hell? Nowhere to go but up. 
That's um, actually true in terms of uh, a yeah. uh, enjoyable product from last year. Can't be yes. worse, right? Uh, oh, Kevin. Kevin Danishevsky. Is OG a possibility for the Knicks with the additions of Brunson and the potential loss of Cam Fournier? I'm wondering if he is a good fit. Hashtag LOL next. Um, I don't think it's happening. I don't foresee what we would have that uh, the Raptors would want. I think they're saving him for Gobert. And... I'd just be shocked. Is he a good fit? I don't know. With Randall and RJ here, it's a, a little bit too many like guys who just like kind of want us, you know, live in the same area. That's my two cents on OG. Yeah, same. I think it makes a lot more sense for Utah. Uh, John Perez was surprised that IQ wasn't given keys to be PG. Um, I wasn't just because it seems like the Knicks have really been trying to find more of a veteran presence, but. I still think that there's a chance that they can move Derrick Rose, which would clear the pathway for Emmanuel quickly to be the backup point guard and hopefully get, you know, 25 minutes a game. I will just say that um, nobody organization related has given us the indication they view him as a point guard. I know they tried to get him point guard minutes in summer league and had he had stretches. There's a point guard, and obviously the last couple games he played high minutes at point guard, but I, I think they view him as a sixth man. And whatever that is, whether it's a Jason Terry role or you know a, an instant scorer that can handle the ball, um, that is what I think uh, I think Daniel quickly is viewed as right now by the organization. Um, Mark Gagliardi, thank you for the contribution in the super chat. Um Let's see. Let's get caught up before free agency opens in five minutes. By the way, if Brunson wears number... Well, there was a Photoshop of him wearing number 11. Mm -hmm. Then um, my Frank Nielakina jersey. That's... uh, again. (laughs) But it's true. I think there should be a battle to the death combat, a trial by combat to the death between Uh Fournier and Brunson for the number 13. But somebody tells me that's not going to be needed. I don't don't think so either. Christian Cruz, great signing by NYK today. I also, also, I guess Simmons will be doing promos for the buy one, get one free Nets tickets next season. Ben Simmons, I swear. Um, John, are we losing you right now for a few minutes? I'm, I'm going to read one more and then you'll lose me. Okay, then let me just mute real quick because we can hear. Oh, that. no, sorry. I'm, that, was, that was my bad. I forgot okay. that everybody could hear that. You're good. You're good. Let me get this. Another. is like my first one of these things. I don't know how the audio works. Yeah. Um, you're good. Jessica's Je- back to the chat. Uh, Jessica, one more. Thank you again, Jessica. I uh, saying Jeremy joined last night after we said hello. Um, and there just wasn't time for me to say hi to Jeremy and Ben. Happy 500th episode. LOL. And that's hashtag. Oh, I like this one. Hashtag 53 laughs. I dig it. I dig it. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com